Welcome to the National Gallery of Art Film Program, a podcast offering a deeper understanding of the art of film. The Belgian-born film impresario Jean Desmet spurred the growth of a new and young urban film culture in Europe before and during World War I. The Desmet collection of 35mm prints and related materials is now a vast visual historical archive preserved at the I Film Museum in Amsterdam. Liv Rungen, curator of the silent film collections at I, visited the National Gallery of Art on January 14, 2017 to present the program Ladies First, in which the unifying theme is the important roles performed by women both in front of and behind the camera during the first two decades of cinema. My name is Peggy Parsons. I'm head of the film department here at the National Gallery. And um, we are working for the next uh, couple of weekends with the Eye Institute in Amsterdam. I'm sure many of you know what that is, but um, it's quite a striking institution, both visually and culturally. Um, and um, it was at one time known as the uh, Netherlands Film Museum uh, when they had their old their old quarters in the city of Amsterdam and not on the island. Um, it is the National Film Archive of the Netherlands, one of the foremost ar film archives internationally uh, for the work they do in collecting preservation, exhibition, restoration, research, and education. Um, it's a, so it's a vast collection of cultural materials from all over the world. Um, and we are um, honoring their Jean, Jean Desmet collection, which is a very important um, one of the one of the key collections in the eye, um, and um, just in the last few years, there's been a lot of attention focused on the Desmet films and and uh, archival materials, um, new scholarship, a major exhibition, even an official recognition from UNESCO, which includes the Desmet collection in their memory of the World Registry. Elif Rongen is the curator of silent film for the Eye Institute. Um, she is a, a scholar and a uh, educator and uh, an archivist. And she is in many places all at once, including uh, she spends a lot of time in Istanbul as well because she works with Turkish silent film. Uh, so anyway, please welcome Alif Rongen and then we'll have some more time for Q&A at the end. Thank you, thank you, Peggy. Uh, well, as Peggy said, this is the Jean Desmet collection, and what we're seeing up there, if you weren't here earlier today, is one of the posters advertising his theater, one of his theaters. He actually owned like maybe 12 theaters at a certain point. Um, and as you can see, it says on that screen there, it says director Jean Desmet. So Desmet was not a filmmaker or anything. Sometimes people think that way. But no, he was actually a person who owned cinemas, and in order to uh, you know, have films, freshly uh, bought uh, and distributed films in his cinemas, he went out in the world in the end and he bought uh, the films from around the world. Um, in this, doing this, we like to think he was one of the, you know, pioneers of film distribution. He kind of, you know, found out doing it how you could do international business. This is also the reason why UNESCO actually uh, acknowledged it in 2011 as part of the, you know, basically, uh, you know, our collective memory as the mankind. Why? Because the collection is really not only about cinema itself, but it's about everything. It's about 100 years ago, how you would conduct international business, how you would promote uh, maybe films, 
the how cinema as an international cultural exchange you know came into the worlds of people because uh, what I would like to remind you is that when we received the Desmet collection which consists of 900 over 900 films actually from up to 1916, and also thousand, about thousand posters, uh, and many like publicity materials, but also his his documentation, like his accounts and his bills and his letters uh, to these uh, distributors among or the sellers, among others. Um, so, what I want to remind you is that the prints that we are showing are the prints that were then screened back then in the Netherlands. So although it consists actually of all kinds of you know uh, productions, Italian, German, American, Danish, and so on, they often have the Dutch intertitles that were inserted locally by Jean de Smet to be shown in his cinemas in the Netherlands. So I think that's also nice to consider, you know, like understanding that all these images, like the ones that we saw in the first one, you know, showing Los Angeles and so, were being seen and appreciated by the audiences in the Netherlands. And this is what cinema is about, you know, bringing the world to you. Uh, in the cinema. So the today's show. Uh, oh yeah, when doing this this programs, I tried to you know use different angles. Let's say so. The first one was about aviation and this obsession with the technology and aviation in the early um, cinema. And this one is about ladies. Now this is a <laughs> this is a favorite uh, subject matter. Actually, I has the policy of you know trying to find more, you know, dig into the film history and find out more about the legacy of women who worked in the uh, world cinema uh, in different roles. I should say as a scriptwriter or producer, but also as actors. And so in this program, let me see. I'm just going to talk a little bit about the. Uh, lineup basically and of course you know when you have 900 films and I'm just selecting five here that's a, <laughs> that's just a, a you know sample basically but I also try to use the films that have become over the years very important whether for academic purposes or even for the festivals and for the in this particular case for the rediscovery of the role of women uh, in early cinema um, well, so we will start, as I said, you know, I tried to also model the screenings a little bit according to the way that Desmet was showing them. So we have combination of things. We start with the comedy maybe, then we have a short documentary. So different things a little bit. And always like after the main film, we finish with a short comedy like we just did. Um, so in this, uh, in this lineup, we start with the comedy. Uh, it's a Italian comedy Acque Miracolose with Gigetta Morano. In this particular case, I also mentioned the name of the actress. Um, and you will see Gigetta mainly, I mean, initially, she wasn't even billed, like you wouldn't see her name. But over the years, people, or years, maybe in sometimes in a matter of months, people, by watching her films, they started to recognize her, and everybody knew who Gigetta was eventually, and they went to cinema to see like the new uh, Gigetta film. And this is a very beautiful film, as you will see. Uh, <laughs> and there are very interesting shots, like a dollhouse, the opening of the, they're living in an apartment building, but we're seeing it like the cross section of it, which makes it look like a dollhouse, because she, gets involved with the neighbor upstairs. Um, I think I don't <laughs> give away a lot of that. For the rest, you will see how Gigetta will solve her problems. Um, so that will be followed. And again, these posters are, of course, also part of the Desmet collection. 
Uh, one thing is that, again, you know, like these films are also important to testify to the fact that the films were actually always shown in color. So even in countries like France, where they were very good and they kept their camera negatives, the negatives were always black and white because the films got into a color bath afterwards to be colored and seen in the cinemas. So we always have the distribution versions and therefore they are colored. So we don't have the camera negative, that they look beautiful too, but we like to think that the colors are more significant actually for the enjoyment of the film. So yeah, this is Aquemina Colose, the, the Wonder Waters. And that will be followed up by a very short uh, film, Fleur de Champ. This is a French film. Gaumont was very famous, actually, for their color method. So this is a small trick uh, film in, from 1912. Uh, this will be followed by one of my favorite films. This is Anna Karenina. Um, this is made by the French Pate company, but their subsidiary in Russia. So it's the Pate Rus, actually. And uh, <laughs> amazingly, we have the Russian poster for it. Um, and this is the first adaptation of Anna Karenina, the novel, to film. And as you will see, it will open and it will say, and now presenting Anna Karenina in, I think it says 260 meters, which is like 10 minutes. So, <laughs> so this is a 10 minutes first adaptation version of the Anna Karenina film. As you know, Anna Karenina got filmed like six times or so, but this is the very first one. And it's kind of significant also that it, the first version was shot in Russia by the French and it, uh, it um, stars uh, Soroktina. Soroktina is an actress that we know little about, but actually she was more uh, of a stage person. So like Sarah Bernard, for example, the famous stage uh, actresses, they were sought after by early cinema to give some credence to this, you know, otherwise very, you know, dubious <laughs> form of entertainment. Uh, so they sought out these people and they had this stage performance, you know, give their credibility to cinema, as it were. And so Roktina at that point was an important uh, stage performer. She made, we don't know how many films, but anyway, of the films, of the films that she made, we don't really have many around in the world, maybe one or two other exists. Um, so that brings me to the main film. Uh, the main film is uh, Das Geheimschloss. Now, if you were already watching Philibus, <laughs> you will not be surprised to find that uh, these leading ladies the, in these adventure films, there was a lot of disguise and action. So I, 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 I mean, I don't want to give away a lot, of course. So <laughs> Das Geheimschloss is a film, and its uh, subtitle is Miss Clever. So <laughs> the, the lady who you see now lying on the ground is played by uh, Ellen Jensen Eck, who is, again, a very obscure uh, actress of Danish origin. This is a German film. <laughs> and uh, she's playing the role of Miss Clever, who is a detective, but a detective who loves being, you know, going in disguise to solve the matters. And I'll just give you this. Because she's going in disguise, you see her really like changing up. Uh, the film was actually uh, censured by the Germans because there was too much of dressing up and down. <laughs> we do have the, the, the censure. Uh, I, I didn't include it, actually. <laughs> 
So, so that's the film that is about 55 minutes. Uh, this is actually a very new restoration because this was one of the films that Desmet sold. So when we, when the um, when the collection arrived in 1957 to I, uh, actually this film was not included among them. We had everything, we had the poster, we had all the paper documentation, but the film was missing. And the film eventually came to us through other collectors because he had sold that on. So that actually means that this was a really good film making money <laughs> so that he could sell it on even, you know, um, about five years after it was released first. So this is a German film from 1914, just before the First World War. Yeah, and these are the posters that we already had. You see here, it says, I think, yeah, it does say, Ellen Jensen Egg as Detective Miss Clever. And this is, believe it or not, a 10-page publicity uh, book. So when we started out restoring uh, Das Geheimschloss, we always, you know, routinely almost uh, do a check worldwide because, of course, this is not a Dutch film. So we ask all the archives, and particularly in this case the German archives, to give us information, to tell us if they have more material. And it turned out that all these paper documents in the Desmet collection were the only thing available about this film, and nobody else had this much documentation. So in the end, we turned back to our own resources. Um, yeah, and then this is the last, uh, fifth and last film. This is a 13-minute uh, comedy. Um, called A Lady and Her Maid, again by the Whitegraph Company of America. And it stars, and again, as I said, they were not billed on the posters or publicity, but the, the, the girl that we are seeing this, uh, in the middle, that's actually uh, Norma Talmadge. Norma Talmadge, who would become, especially in the you know later teens and 20s, one of the biggest Hollywood stars. She started out as the, this comedian, and uh, she's really lovely in this film. This film gets shown a lot, and you know there is a lot of uh, early you know feminist studies and all these kind of things that use this film very gladly in their presentations. And the one other thing that I want to point. Uh, point out showing this uh, poster is that look how this uh, American poster the you know the film is by Whitegraph we the po poster we have is actually for the international distribution so it carries the same you know the title of the same film in three languages in this case French German and Italian and not the original English uh, title nor of course the Dutch title that we know that John Desmet used. So just you know, to, to give you an idea, this also, of course, requires a lot of work for identification and cataloging, because everything is there except the original title of the film. <laughs> so you have to recognize, basically, the image. So I think that's about it, exactly. So I hope you all enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. You've been listening to a National Gallery of Art film program podcast. 